Hey, howdy, hey. Is there a reason for the <laughs> hey, howdy, hey? Like, is three times necessary? Um, I don't believe there were three times of anything there. I mean, hey, howdy, hey, uh, all yeah. greetings. Uh, yes, that's a good point. So there was three greetings. I suppose that's a good way to look at it. Uh-huh. I think it's more of an American thing. Maybe you wouldn't understand. Maybe, but literally 10 minutes ago, I put down my tablet and I was watching an episode of Community. Yeah. Where they were making fun of someone who says hello three times every time he walks into the room. Says hello, hello, hello? No, 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 but three different kinds of greetings. Like, hey, how's it going? Good to see you. Oh. Oh, yeah. So it's like right in the forefront of your mind. And then I came on and did the same thing. That's weird, man. Yeah. That's really weird stuff. The universe is yeah. trying to tell you something. Maybe you should start doing that. Hey, howdy, hey. <laughs> See? It works out. It's nice. <laughs> I will always answer the phone with, hey, hi, hello now. Yes, you should. For all yeah. the times you answer your phone. Well, I, I mean, I answer Discord. Same thing. That's true. Call. That yeah. totally counts. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. For sure. Very good. Well, so we have patch notes to talk about because it's Tuesday, and that's why we moved the podcast to today for that very reason. Uh-huh. True facts, true facts. It's Wednesday. We did do that. Nothing too uh, exciting there. It's just stuff we've talked about for like what feels like six weeks now. <laughs> yeah. Just stuff that we cover over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's confirmed. Yes. Now it's, hap it's happened. Now it happened. It's now it's out. By the time you hear this, it will have been out for a while. Like a month, probably. Maybe. Um, I hope it's not nah. that long. <laughs> Definitely not a month. <laughs> <laughs> so real quick. Just in case you've been living under a rock and haven't been listening to the podcast, the Drilling Claws upgrade now exists as part of the existence of the armory. Mm -hmm. So just like if you have an armory means you can make Hellbats from your Hellions. If you have an armory, then all your Widow Mines have Drilling Claws. That's it. Yep. Very straightforward. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, the Queen's anti-air range is now 7, used to be 8. Which, again, we've established seems pretty fair, considering they nerfed Liberator range a while ago and didn't really adjust this mm -hmm. in response. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Banelings had their damage shifted, so they do a little more versus light, but less versus not light. Yeah, so they do That's less damage versus things like tanks and marauders and stuff, which, cool, I'm down. Cool, yep. Microbial Shroud no longer needs an upgrade, but we still won't ever see it played. <laughs> we will never see it. Somicron actually used it in a team game a couple of weeks ago on stream uh -huh. out on Twitch. And I don't know, Somicron, tell me your experience with it. Did you like it? I don't think it did anything. Like, <laughs> You made it sound like it was not bad. I was like, oh, I had to rethink my, my understanding of this. And now you're telling me it didn't do anything? I mean, I don't remember what game it was. Like, I can't remember oh. if we won or if it was crucial. Like, I don't remember. I don't oh. think it did anything. No, the enemy made battle cruisers, uh -huh. and you were fighting them, and you were uh -huh. like, huh, I'm doing better now with fewer Hydras because I have my well, Corbial Shroud. And I was like, if yeah. I had this many Hydras normally, these battle cruisers would have killed me in like half a second. I mean, true, yeah. There was definitely an effect going on, okay. right? But yeah. I don't know how how much of that was me memeing because it's not useful. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll we, see. We, I mean, if there's ever a, a chance this gets used, it's going to be when it's free. So Yes. I mean, not free. It's energy. But it's not required an upgrade to get. So Yeah. It doesn't yeah. cost money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't... Does it come down to would it be better to toss down a fungal or a neural parasite mm -hmm. rather than microbial? Right. I That's mean, what we'll have to see. 
It, it, yeah, yeah. If you're like fighting battle cruisers and you could just neural all of them, that's definitely better because then you don't take any damage. Right, but if you had like one infester, like it might be right. decent to toss it down. I don't know. It'd be better than neuraling one of the like four. True. Yeah. But I guess maybe just make more infestors. Whatever, it's fine. We'll see how it goes. I'll be very interested if it gets used. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It won't, but okay. Ha. <laughs> um. All right. What else do we have? We have the creep tumor. It's no longer armored, but now light. It's fine. Yeah. Which... I don't think it matters. <laughs> It's to help Protoss, but Terran is pleased as punch. Because mm-hmm. they're it's already true. the best race at clearing creep. And mm-hmm. now it's like Hellions. Man. I, Hellion I, balls are just going to like, creep tumors gone. Like four Hellions I, are like, six tumors dead. One hit. I don't think it's going to matter. They, like when it, When is ever a Terran clearing creep does not have enough units to kill creep, right? Like the answer is no. never. There's totally been times that they will, like, here's, it's, again, this is, like, pro level we're talking about, but this is, the Hellions show up, they fire on the creep tumor, they don't kill it, and then six queens arrive and save it. Now, it's the Hellions fire on the creep tumor and kill it before the queens can respond. And I think that's all this is. No, I think now they turn up, they fire on the creep tumor, they kill it, six queens turn up and put another one down, right? Like, I don't think anything changes. Well, it slows it down. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, sure. I'm not saying sure. it's going to, like, no one will ever have creep ever again, but it's going to have an effect on how fast creep can spread, I think. Mm, okay. That's all. Okay. We'll see. We'll see if there's yep. any complaining about it from the Zergs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although, I don't know that Zergs are ever in a position to complain about anything for a while. Just nobody will listen to them. Like, if any pro-Zerg <laughs> ever complained about anything, I think they would just be, like, lynched. It just would not be accepted. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, Protoss, they can totally complain about stuff right now because everyone's like, yeah, we get it. <laughs> It's totally fine. I looked at it the other day. I was talking with somebody on the Discord server about Protoss, and I Mm -hmm. looked into it. They haven't won a championship, like a BlizzCon-level championship, since 2015. It's actually worse than that. Um, What? They haven't been in the championship match since 2015. Yeah, right, right, right. It is. Like, that's that's actually worse. (laughs) It is. They haven't even competed for second place. Yeah. It's been Zerg Zergs or Zerg Terran ever since. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Protoss needs help, man. <laughs> yeah. I just I don't know. I just feel like I feel like they do. I feel like maybe uh, it's t- time of the Protoss coming up. Mm-hmm. Sure. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I'll believe it when I see it. Well, I mean it's cyclical. We've talked about this. Sure. It's just every race has their time. It's impossible to perfectly balance it. Like, there was a way to perfectly balance the game. So it was Zerg wins one year, and then Protoss wins the next year, and then Terran wins the next year, and then we start over. That'd be insane. I think most people would love that, but I just don't know if it's possible to do. It's too hard to balance three races on this level. Mm. It's probably quite difficult. It is, and I don't know. I wonder if that's something they even consider. Like, a Protoss hasn't really even competed to be the best race in the game in five years. Maybe there's something we should do? I don't know. Hmm. Who knows? There's uh, another member of the Discord has been chatting with me, and he said he has all these ideas to like make Skytoss better, because Skytoss is entirely non-viable against any- everything. Sure. Uh, like Protoss, all the wins they ever get against Zerg in the last year or so have all been really before late game. It's just Skytoss isn't viable. Late game is super hard to do much easier to kill the zerg player before 10 minutes 
Mm-hmm. So anyway, he just had, idea- had some ideas to make it better. He was concerned that some of the ideas would make it harder for bronze league players, and I was like, they will never balance for bronze. That's just <laughs> not... They can't do it. It's hard enough to balance with considerations for professional players. They can't be like, well, this will hurt the platinum Terran players a lot. Nope. <laughs> they cannot consider that. It makes their job impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what were some of these ideas? Uh, hang on. I have them here, actually. Uh. <laughs> he had all these ideas, and then the last one was, Void Array should have 20 attack, plus 20 attack, be able to cast Force Fields and Storm while being permanently cloaked. <laughs> that was jokes. That was the last one. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, that was just for fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, one of them here was... Someone out there thinks that's a legitimately good idea. <laughs> I'm sure they do. Some Protoss is like, yeah, what? why not? <laughs> so interestingly, this idea starts off with getting rid of the cloaking field for motherships. Interesting. Basically says that, like, in the pro level, it never matters. Like, there's never a time where you're like, oh, the Zerg doesn't have enough detection to deal with the cloaking field, right? Sure. Yeah, and like Terran can't do anything. They only have 18 orbitals and can constantly scan. Okay. Uh, so said get rid of it and instead give nearby units a 20% speed boost. Hmm. So just saying when you have a mothership, your army is slow. And in the late game, it's so hard to be slow because responding to attacks is difficult. So once you get a mothership, I- maybe you can boost your speed a bit. And that's the bonus you get. It's way better sure. than cloak is the argument. Uh, I don't know. I feel I like I think it's better than cloak. I don't. Oh. I feel like Protoss do a fairly good job at splitting up their army when they're under attack, right? Like zipping around cuz when they're pushing, they're generally like either pushing in one place and they have a run by somewhere else. That's how you split your army. You don't really split the entirety of your forces into two places. Um because you just can't watch both and if you lose one, then you've lost half your army rather than like seven zealots. But when they're defending, they split them up pretty easily. And if they need to come back, they have recall. They don't need to be moving faster. <laughs> it's true. Recall's nice. Like, like There's you a don't big need... cooldown on that, though. I mean, they did nerf that mm. in the ground pretty hard. Sure. But, I don't know. I, I, I still feel like 400-400, that can be, you know, as a big fat target that can get killed easily, is not worth a slight speed boost. <laughs> hmm. Well, no. plus can't be abducted. They changed that a while ago, too. Mm, it's true. Yeah. Well, no, no, it can be abduct- abducted. It just can't be neural parasited. Is that it's true? It's hero units. You can't. It, it goes yeah. to hero tag, and it can't be neural parasite doesn't affect hero units, but you can abduct it. Mm. Upload of the tester. I got those mixed up. I'm looking on Wikipedia. So heroic tagged units are invulnerable to neural parasite. Well, holy smokes, I have been off about that. Yeah, I guess I just haven't seen anybody really come mothership against Zerg recently. Mm-hmm. So it hasn't really been a concern at all. So it can't be neuraled, but it can be abducted. All right, fair enough. I gotcha. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. So that was one of the ideas. I don't know. There's a lot. Tempest mm-hmm. just giving them a little bit more range, mm-hmm. making void rays cheaper a little bit. You know, just minor ideas. None of them were insane, I didn't think. Okay. So that's all. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind Protoss being buffed a little bit, I say, as a Zerg main. I don't mind the idea of helping Protoss out. I don't think you need to make Skytoss any more viable than it oh, is. Oh, interesting. Okay. Right? 
Because hmm. each each of the Sky Toss units has its own special place in hell, right? When you mass them in a team game, <laughs> right? I know, but they're never going to balance for that, you know. I, yeah, I know, but if you make them too good, though, people will do that in 1v1s. Yeah, right? they like, will, but not at the pro like, level, and that's all that matters. You still can't go mass carrier. Look, if no. they again, if they boost Tempest to the point where a mass Tempest is super viable, they're going to nerf them again. Blizzard sure. hates the concept of make one unit and win. It really does. Right. Like, no, I understand that. But, I mean, shield battery and proxy stargates for void rates was a thing for a little while. You want to give them more range or something? Then people will just go back to doing that, and then they'll get nerfed again, right? <laughs> so there's no point in buffing them, because people will use them, and then they'll get nerfed again. I guess. I mean, the question is how much you buff them. If you buff them so much they feel like a nerf is needed... Then sure, you went too far with it. But I think there are ways you can buff them that doesn't automatically change the meta to the point that Blizzard's like, mm, let's look at this closely, you know? Sure. And I think the easiest way to do that is to give them more health or shields, right? Like, that's the easiest way to buff them. But being like, let's mm. change out their abilities and make them zippy and, you know, all this other stuff. That's the fastest way to get them um, nerfed again because... Something takes a little longer to kill is easy for the other like the opponent to understand. It's like, oh, this used to take five corruptor shots, now it takes six. Okay, that's fine. But yeah. Learning like, oh, I now need to have two sets of corruptor packs because this thing can outrun it, and I need to like try and corner it. That's a whole new level of play that you're forcing someone who doesn't even use that unit to now learn just to respond to it. Which I mean, people should probably learn other styles of play anyway. But you know. <laughs> Again, these are professionals we're talking about. I don't sure. know that I'm too worried about them figuring this kind of stuff and uh, figuring it out, right? Right, sure. But I don't think Blizzard can ignore the ladder when it comes to balance. If they made it literally to the point where nobody wanted to play and the game died, like literally you would go to ladder and you would match up against only the pros who are 5,000 5, MMR above you because that's <laughs> that, where they are and there's hilarious. no one else playing. That would be hilarious for like a day. And but be terrible. If, yes. And be terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's, no, that's, that's fair. That's, I mean, they do have to... Bad for the okay, game. so when I say they've never considered platinum players, they have on a level. Mm -hmm. It's not as much as they worry about the professional scene, but yes, if people just stop playing because the ladder is impossible... For the other two races, the one race that just dominates everything, then mm -hmm. maybe. Mm -hmm. I get what you're saying. All right. Mm -hmm. So back to the patch note. Speaking of buffing Protoss, kind sure. of, I guess. New ability, battery overcharge. The effect from the Nexus overcharges a target shield battery, which is near a Nexus. Not offensive, unless you have a Nexus out there. <laughs> Increasing its shield restoration rate by 100%, allowing it to restore shields without consuming energy for 14 seconds. Costs 50 mm -hmm. energy. There's a 60-second cooldown, which is shared by all the Nexuses. And the range is unlimited. But the battery itself has to be within range of 8 of any friendly Nexus. Mm-hmm. Yar. So, sounds interesting. I'm really... I don't know. It's hard for me to envision how this will affect the professional games. Like, mm -hmm. will this really do anything against a 2.5 base row Ravager all-in from the Zerg? Where they just show up with, like, 20 mm -hmm. Roaches and 8 Ravagers and just blah? Probably I don't not. feel like it will. No. So I don't know what this is intended to help exactly. Smaller scale attacks earlier in the game, I suppose. Mm, yeah, probably. Because this is energy that would rather go to Chrono Boost, right? I assume so, yes. That's the other trick here is you're trading it out. 
Like Protoss would really rather be chrono boosting out probes or upgrades or warp mm. gates than I think charging a shield battery. I don't know. On that note, I guess I kind of feel like it wouldn't, it's not going to be used that much, but I could be surprised. That would be nice. Yeah. Could be, could be used somewhere. Could be. Oracle, they made it easier to cast Revelation, made it cheaper, made it last longer. Mm-hmm. Give it a larger cooldown, but only from 2 to 10 seconds. It doesn't matter that much. And then feedback range for High Templar is increased from 9 to 10, making it easier to feedback off those Infestors in particular and the Ghosts. Yeah. Specifically, because that is something Protoss players are hating right now, is EMP from Ghosts, especially with the Enhanced Shockwave ability. So if there's a slightly better chance that they can feedback those Ghosts before they get the EMP off, Protoss will take it. Mm-hmm. So there we go. Yep. We'll see. Is this enough to allow Zest to make it to the... Well, it's not BlizzCon finals anymore. It's Katowice finals. ESL finals? What are they going to call them? I don't know. I guess ESL. I would say probably ESL finals. Hmm. Don't I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what they call it. It'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. I, maybe it's Liquip, does Liquipedia know? Upcoming tournaments. BlizzCon 2019 WCS Global Finals. If we go there and say what's next, I don't. That doesn't have a next. I don't know if they know what it's gonna be. Honestly. Hmm. Huh. I guess we'll find out. It is gonna be in Poland, though. It'll be back at Katowice. This first year is kind of weird for that. Yeah. We have two major events at Katowice. One of them just gathering points, and the other one the actual final, which. So the animation for the shield battery overcharge is mm. the pylon overcharge. <laughs> it so, gives it a little spinny thing above it like the pylon overcharge used to do. From the yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't yeah. shoot, but it's yeah. just reusing the spinny part animation. Huh. Yeah. Because I loaded up the unit tester to yeah. see how far 8 range was. Mm-hmm. And, um, well... It went as far as I thought it would, so now I've got to wait the 50 seconds for it to cool down to see if it'll go any further. But, which, you know, is not great. But it's at least uh, if you lined up shield batteries from, like, the corner of a Nexus and just, like, in a straight horizontal line, it'll at least go five. Hmm. It's not bad. It's not bad. So that's probably natural to the wall, I would imagine, easily. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I guess maybe this is good if Zerg shows up with a bunch of lings. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but, like, Banelings just have enough burst damage that shield recharge doesn't matter, so that doesn't help. And that's the thing, right? Shield batteries are good against things that do kind of slow and steady damage. They suck against burst damage, and I think that's a lot of what you're worried about. Crows of Biles and Baneling hits and just... A bunch of stim marines showing up. Like, that's not going to help against a bunch of stim marines. Right. So, I don't know. I'm skeptical, but who knows? Hmm. Those are, are your patch changes. Got some bug fixes. Um, doesn't look like anything that affects gameplay necessarily. Oh, they fixed the thing where hallucinations were dealing damage to targets affected by the anti-armor missile. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun one that had no viability in 1v1 whatsoever. Uh, it's unfortunate. It is. We never did actually get to use that. Mm. Mm, that's about it. They changed... Oh, they added new maps to the map pool. Yeah. I played yeah, on one yeah. today. Yeah. Which one? 
Isenchrome. Isenchrome. That's kind of a cool yeah. name. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, it's Pill. uh, I I it was ZVZ, so I uh, fifteen fourteen fourteen him. How'd it go? Uh, I mean, I won in three minutes and thirty seconds. Nice. Uh, and he said, "GG, welcome to the new season," and then quit. <laughs> hmm. It's an interesting response. I'm not sure what he means by that. He was like, well, new season, same game. <laughs> <laughs> it's ZVZ. Like, what do you want? <laughs> like, seriously, you thought you'd show up to new season and ZVZ would be significantly different in any way? Come on. ZVZ is always a super early aggressive clown fiesta. And it's always going to come down to one baneling hit if you're at the low enough level. Mm, there was no banelings in that game. Yeah. Well, it's going to come down to a Ling Flood at some point either. Take your pick. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, good stuff. All right. Uh, in other news, I watched a Korean language zombie movie called Train to Busan last night. Mm. I and watched we, it this morning. And Samakar watched it. Hooray. Good. We didn't, like yeah. we talked about you watching it, then we didn't actually get back to whether you did or not. So I'm glad. Mm. Yeah, so I want to give my thoughts real quick. So this was recommended to me by one of my coworkers who has married a Korean. Okay. So he's like, if you liked Parasite, here's some other stuff. This really good zombie movie, Train to Busan. I was like, cool. So finally got around to watching it. And it was good. It was really well done. I felt like the cinematography was pretty great. The acting was pretty good for the most part. Um, I did feel like a couple times they had the dad character. It's like, all right, now do your afraid face. And it wasn't very good. <laughs> Did you notice that at all? Did that bother mm. you? Not really. Okay. No. There were just a couple times where he was kind of like, just like wide-eyed stare. I don't know. It just wasn't very convincing. But the rest of it was very good, I thought. Okay. The other major thought that I had was, I've never watched a zombie movie where no one has a gun. Mm. Nobody has a gun. No one shoots a gun. No one sees a gun. They're attacked by a bunch. What? Except for right at the end. Yes, yes, correct. Except at the very end, they're I guess they're there to kill zombies, but we don't see it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but um, yeah, like usually it's you know you shoot the zombie in the head. You got a shotgun or something. Mm -hmm. And these poor people are fighting zombies like they're literally punching zombies in the head mm -hmm. and hitting them with small Korean baseball bats. Like, I don't know how familiar with are with baseball, but that base, those baseball bats were small. Oh, were they? <laughs> I don't know if they're like always that small for like Korean youth baseball, high school baseball. But they were short. And I wonder if it was like we need these to be able to swing inside the train and there's not a lot of space. So let's get like these two-thirds versions of maybe, maybe. baseball bats. I need to look into this because they really seemed real short. Hmm. Anyway, but yeah, it's, and I mean, in case you're wondering, turns out punching a zombie in the head, not super effective. I don't think they killed a single zombie the whole movie. The zombies were unstoppable because no one had guns. So just mm -hmm. saying, you know, gun rights are important for the upcoming <laughs> zombie apocalypse. If okay, your government doesn't down, allow American. you to have guns, you're going to die when the zombies arrive later in 2020. It's on That's the calendar, actually. entirely untrue because the high school kids survived with their tiny baseball bats. Most no, they all got turned into zombies. Every single I one. Mean, 
Yeah, I mean, every sooner or later, single you, one. Sooner or later, but like six of them did come out of that carriage alive, right? When they got separated from the rest of the rest of the safe. Yeah, people. They, they survived. They survived for like maybe half a day, but by the end of it, they were all zombies. Sure. Okay. I'm just saying, it was rough. They're you know, like, I've seen right, a lot of zombie gotta... movies where people with guns still get bit. It's amazing. Yes, it's very true. Yeah. But it's just like, okay, we need to get through this train car. There's like five or six zombies in here. We need to get through it to the other side because there's fellow survivors on the other side of this train car. Do you, do you know what's a really bad idea? Firing a gun in an enclosed capsule. It's a great way to go deaf. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then do you know yeah. what you can't no, hear I'm then? Worried about zombies going... sneaking up behind you. Yeah. I'm worried <laughs> about going deaf in that situation. I'd rather punch the zombies in the head and not kill them at all. But even with the baseball bat, it's like, all right, we got to, here's the plan. Literally the plan. We punch them and knock them to the side and run past them to the end, open the door and shut it before they chase us out. Mm -hmm. Like, that's nuts. They didn't kill any of the zombies. The zombies were unstoppable machines. It was crazy. Well, what would you have done? I mean, I'm just saying, if anybody on that train had a gun, it probably would have been a little bit easier. You could have actually put zombies down, reduced their numbers. Throughout the movie, the zombie numbers just increase exponentially. Right. Like, and the turn the turn time is like four seconds. Ah, mm-hmm. I just got my throat ripped out by a zombie. Bam! I'm on my feet. I'm a zombie now. It was mm-hmm. fast. Mm-hmm. Unless... How much the... ammo do you think a random train car- like passenger would be carrying? I just need one. Like one person to be carrying something. Right. But let's say 16 bullets. You think there was yeah. less than 16 bullets just on the train? I'm just Zombies saying... that are attracted to noise... Yeah. So you kill maybe the first six if yeah. you're a good shot, and then you die. No, because you can punch them. Because you right? have to reload. Oh, well, no, 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 no. You're so but... confident in your shooting abilities, you don't think punching's a viable option. If you're trying to buy time, them. it totally worked for these guys. If you need to buy time, <laughs> apparently you can do it. I'm just uh-huh. saying, I'd rather have six zombies get taken out, and then there's one that we're punching while I reload, mm. then have six zombies that you cannot put down. You're fighting mm. all of them the whole time trying to get the other side of this train car. No, it was no, no. terrible. The, the kids it was with terrifying. the baseball bats killed some. Right? No, That's didn't. how they... Sub- yeah, they did. He did no such thing. Did they, they ever did. show us a dead zombie? Ever? I don't know if they did or didn't. Nope. But nope. How, they survived in the train cart after the outbreak by bashing them in. Right? That had to have put some of them down. Otherwise, what happened? They just magically survived? Wait, what? When? Like, when, during the first part of the outbreak, and they're all running back through the cars. Yeah. Yeah. The kids uh, get separated from the main group, because there are two group of doors that open up when they first pull up to the train station. Right? And it's the, all the people that ran, and the high school kids at the other end. High school kids stayed alive separate by bashing in zombies. Okay, but we don't see them kill any. That's my entire point. Okay, it's fine. We don't see them, but I mean, I assume they would have had to. <laughs> Maybe. Like the whole, again, everyone's entire strategy, the whole movie, if they're in a train and there are zombies, or even outside of a train, is run so mm-hmm. fast and get a door between yourself and the zombies because they don't know how to operate doors mm-hmm. and then hope they can't just break the glass or the door or whatever it is because mm-hmm. that's when you're dead sure yeah i'm not saying okay 
It was a good movie. I'm not saying the lack of guns made it bad by any stretch. It made it scarier. Like I think it's a lot scarier to like wrap your arms up in the torn pieces of your jacket in the hopes that if you get bit by this zombie, you're going to be boxing that they can't bite you through it, right? That was good. It is good movie stuff. It was just strange, that's all. I honestly can't think of another zombie movie that's ever that I've ever seen that did not have guns. Mm. You? Okay. Mm, I don't think so. Okay. So that's it. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's unique in that way. <laughs> okay. I mean, even there's giant groups of military, Korean military, that have been turned into zombies. Mm-hmm. It didn't look like any of them had guns. Like, even on their hips. You know what I mean? Like, I got turned into right. a zombie, but I still have a holster. And I right. still have a gun in it. And I don't know how to use it because I'm a zombie, but I have it. No. None of them had guns. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's like a Korean military thing. Like, maybe in Korea, the military doesn't get weapons. Mm-hmm. It's probably not true. Probably not true. Probably not true. So, it, to me, it feels like a very direct and deliberate choice to make a zombie movie where guns don't exist. And how would humanity survive? I f- and spoiler alert, they sure don't. I disagree, right? Mm, okay. Because throughout the entire lead up to that point where we see, like, they get off at the first train and there's all that military there, well, when turned, we've seen the military and the police have been deployed as riot squads. Yeah, right? like big old so, shields and batons and stuff, yeah. Right, which is why these guys don't have guns, right? Because they were there to try and bash in these zombies, which is not always a great idea, right? Like, I'm not 100% on board with the up close and personal if you can do it at a distance that's always safer yes for sure uh so sure should some of them had like guns on their hips yes and i do i like i'm now curious as to what like the budget of this film was hmm we could find that and yeah because it didn't feel like it was like 300 million dollars right it didn't feel like that no for sure it i mean but uh... Like, on like, the other pro- side, too, it didn't feel cheap either, though. But no, it didn't no, feel like a yeah. huge, like, AAA studio doing mm. it, right? Right. Because uh, at the end, all when they do finally get to, like, what I assume is Busan, <laughs> I don't actually know. They just, like, yeah. get no, to is. a tunnel, <laughs> right? Oh. Oh. I assumed. But, yeah, good point. Yeah. Um, all of them have guns. Like, there's, like, 30 dudes that come out of nowhere all with guns. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, how come... I mean, they're obviously... They got advance warning of what mm-hmm. was happening, it seems mm-hmm. like. Whereas, like, pretty much nobody else did. Right. That we so saw. So, I'm, I'm... Like, I wonder if there's something that a native Korean would know about, uh, like, the culture or the geography that there is a military base in Busan. Mm. And so... There, it was easier to deploy armed troops there than in the city, where I believe some of the earlier train, sta- train stops were, where they maybe weren't as armed. Who knows? That might be just a piece of something that I'm missing being a dirty foreigner. Yeah. So quick Google. There mm-hmm. is a naval base in Busan. Interesting. Yeah. So it's not army, but mm-hmm. it's military. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm not, I don't know if that was like p- part of it, but apparently mm. the budget was 8.5 million. So that's okay. pretty low budget for like 2016 when this that, came out. Yeah, 2016. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's pretty low budget if it was Hollywood. 
but yeah i, I, I would need to know the korean market um like averages to be like let's compare but yeah well uh, it made a hundred million dollars worldwide whew. That's and that's good. it's international numbers domestically it only made two million dollars <laughs> But yeah. the rest of the world was like, yes, zombie movie. Mm-hmm. 90 million international. Hmm. That's interesting. That. I didn't figure it would be that low for maybe, I don't know. Hmm. Like Korea has the population to sustain a better return than that. That to me sounds like they just didn't like it. Um, maybe. Right? I don't know. Like 51 million people. Hmm. Twice Australia, like I don't know. And like, if it's an eight million budget, what's the release? Like, is it wide or is it like, oh, it came out in Seoul and Busan? <laughs> I don't know, but eventually, at some point, uh, yeah. Well, it um, so it was released on July twenty second, twenty sixteen, in Korea. Mm-hmm. It opened to two hundred thousand dollars. Okay, that's horrific. Like that's. <laughs> You have what 50 the... million people in your country and $200,000 in total box office revenue for that. Like $10 a ticket, right? Yeah, sure, maybe. That's like 28,000 people of your entire nation went to see that movie? I mean, maybe. What was the marketing budget like? Yeah, good point. Like, a lot of, um, like, I, IMDb sometimes rolls marketing budget into the production budget. Yeah. So $8 million on the movie and marketing? There's a good chance it came out and nobody knew what the hell it was. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that'd be super impressive. If all the marketing and the production budget was $9 million for what they did, that's killer. Mm. It's uh, really good impressive. Good one. Killer. I got it. Uh-huh. But I mean, it, it went to... So, it opened in Europe uh-huh. like three weeks later. Okay. So, it sounded like it was it was planned for an international release. This wasn't like, we release it in Korea. It was a hit. Now, let's mm-hmm. put it everywhere else, you know? Right. And I do even wonder... France. Like, more people saw it in France than in Korea. <laughs> I, I do wonder, because um, the director... Yeah. The, like, um, he's the guy that did... Um, what else did he do? He did something that I've seen. I'm just wondering if he has a... Um, if there's an, like... I don't know, a culture of making movies for foreign audiences right that other people will enjoy oh. more than, than it is for themselves like hmm. because so he did soul station psychokinesis yeah i'm looking at the filmography and i make let me you don't see it no i don't see it because it mustn't be hmm. the person that i'm thinking of but okay. i'm like oh maybe it's the um the guy that did parasite maybe he did another movie that i've seen Oh yeah, yeah, and that's Bond. what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, he might have yeah, done yeah. something else that I've seen, but Snowpiercer um, says Snowpiercer. Yes, okay, yeah, that's Bond. so. Yeah, I'm just wondering if there is like a commonality of we make movies that are probably more popular overseas. Yeah, that's uh, might be something. Mm. I mean, there are definitely films that Hollywood makes that are intended to make a billion dollars in China that don't do super well here. So, <laughs> yeah, sure. there is something to be speaking to a different demographic different country mm-hmm. hmm. <laughs> anywho uh what was i gonna say yeah so then it got rolled out 
Uh, it doesn't actually have... I don't think it ever got released in the U.S., according to Box Office Mojo. Hmm. Got released in Europe. Most of the major countries there. Latin America got it. And then Asia Pacific, including Australia, Japan, Thailand, stuff like that. Hmm. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Why is South Korea on here? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so it's like domestic, two hundred thousand dollars, and then it's like South Korea, twenty-four million dollars. What the crap? Okay. Yeah. So eighty million dollars of it came from South Korea. This hmm. is incredibly misleading. Box office mojo. <laughs> Got bought by IMDb, and I think it's bad. Hmm. Okay. So <laughs> people who are listening to this and know anything are like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> It made eighty million dollars in Korea. Yep, sure did. So the domestic <laughs> market, yeah, three hundred thousand, and then where's South Korea also on this? At the bottom, at under the Asia bottom. Pacific. Yeah, with a July twentieth release date, which is before the domestic release date. Does it mean domestic is like the U.S.? That would be hilarious. It might, yeah. I bet that's D- what it means. Domestic means U.S. Oh, yes. that's Distributor, so... go well U.S. entertainment. <laughs> that is so bad. That is so bad, Box Office Mojo. Why would you call U.S. domestic for a foreign film? Oh, that's horrible. All right, well. Uh, yeah, it got released in 27 theaters, which is nothing in America. Mm-hmm. Marketing I never heard of it. I didn't know it existed. So not a good uh... release in the U.S. Okay, well, we solved that mystery. Like, 20 mm-hmm. minutes of this thing is just going to be us wrong about something. Great. Yeah. Yep. Ne- next time, uh, if you look at Box Office Mojo, and it's got, like, <laughs> the the uh, Train to Busan, the little blurb, and then it says title summary, original release, and then all territories, you can drop that down to see, like, oh, South Korea or domestic, and, you know, just maybe it should default to... Um, the country it was made in. How about we do yeah. that? Yes. Yeah, that doesn't seem hard. No. <laughs> it's all new. It didn't used to look like this. I think IMDb brought it, bought it, and now it's like different formatting and stuff. Box Office Mojo by this IMDb Pro. This is worse. It used to have the budget on this page, and now it doesn't anymore. Really? Yeah. Box Office Mojo just used to be like, here's the budget. Here's what it made in all the different countries. Here's some is reviews it? for it. Here's where you can watch it. Done. Hmm. Weird. I miss old box office mojo. Come back to us. <laughs> IMDb came in with all the money, though. Yeah, yeah. Shut it right down. Hmm. Anywho. Pull one out. Really good. I thought the little girl actress was fantastic. Yeah. I thought I, she did really good for how old she, she is. She's like she was, six. She was fine. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I never think much of child actors. I'm like, oh, they, they played the role of a child fine, but I don't expect <laughs> children to be standout. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. I thought the ending was good, like spoiler alert. But so at the end, there are two people remaining. It's the pregnant lady and the six-year-old girl. Everyone else has been turned into a zombie. It sucks. Technically, that's three people. Um, uh, no. We're not two going and a half. there. <laughs> sure. Sleepy. That was Sleepy. cute. I like that they gave the child a name in utero. Sleepy, mm. because dad couldn't come up with a name for the kid. Yeah. I thought that was adorable. And when the like little girl has her hand on the pregnant lady's belly and the kid kicks, and she's just so happy. Ah, oh, mm. it was wonderful. Happier times in that movie. 
Hmm. After times before the zombies made themselves known. But anyway, at the end, they basically, they're on a train by themselves to Busan. Mm-hmm. And then there's a blockade set up before a tunnel. And so they're like, all right, I guess we get out and we walk through the tunnel and see what happens to us. And they're totally traumatically scarred. Like sh- her husband died. She watched it happen, turn into a zombie. The little girl's dad turned into a zombie. It sucks. Mm-hmm. They're walking through and then the military, like they can only see that, you know, just the dark outline of two people walking towards them. They can tell it's a woman and a child, but nothing else. Mm-hmm. They're not quite sure if they're zombies or not. They get the command to kill them because like <laughs> zombie apocalypse. Shoot first. Ask questions later, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then I mean, the little girl's singing. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I thought that was stupid. Like, oh, oh she's no. singing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, zombies so, can't sing. Clearly, they're not zombies. Right. But zombies are good. attracted to noise. The little girls know this, right? You do not sing in an echoey tunnel because if there are zombies at the other end, they will come and kill you. Who the hell gets off a train and says, well, little girl, I'm a pregnant woman who's done a lot of physical exercise today. Can't be good for the baby. So much exercise. She runs so much. Uh-huh. And then is like, well, let's wander into this dark tunnel. No, 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 no. Do not start <laughs> singing in the goddamn tunnel. It's mm, a fair And point. also, military dudes, if there are two zombies walking at you, wait till you can see them at least. Get a visual inspection. Like, wait until gun- you see the whites of their eyes. Not quite that bad. No. But you don't have to shoot them when you can only see silhouettes. Right? It would be helpful to see the whites of their eyes because their eyes turn super white when they're a zombie. That's true. Okay, yes. Yes. Uh, I will concede that point. But you could have given it a minute. <laughs> Agreed. And he does. He doesn't shoot immediately upon, upon getting the order. He waits. Right. Because he's like, he... women and children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not what he signed up for. Right. No, probably wasn't. But, like, no one signed up for the zombie apocalypse. So, <laughs> mm, it's rough. So, anyway, so she's singing the song that she was supposed to present at school as part of a special recital, but her dad wasn't there, and so she was bummed out, and she didn't complete it in the school, but then she sang it, and then she saved their lives, and it was good. You're right. Yep. They were dumb, but in the end, they were it worked out, so sometimes that happens. All is well that ends well. Exa- well, well mm-hmm. relatively speaking. Speaking. <laughs> they're still in the middle of a zombie apocalypse yeah like i'm pretty sure mom or little girl's mom is dead even though that's not explicitly stated and her grandma's definitely a zombie uh-huh we heard that one for sure i want to know how grandma got turned because it seemed like all she did was sit in the apartment and that seemed pretty secure like um, you think she went out shopping or something maybe she did maybe she did uh, yeah also she might not live there like she might have just been hanging out looking up well, to the kid while was he was at work, at work. Yeah. yeah that's fair good point good point Mm-hmm. She could have lived somewhere that doesn't even have a lock on the door. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm. <laughs> With his money, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, that's fair. And he did like his mom. Yes. Because like, there is the archetype of the evil rich dude who hates his mom and like treats her like garbage. But that's not what this was, I don't think. Right. Right. No. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I, overall recommended thumbs up. from yeah. me. Yeah. Thumbs mm-hmm. up for sure. Mm-hmm. It, good pacing too. Like mm. I, you know, I like to judge it based on how often I want to look at my phone when I'm watching a movie. Okay. And I don't think there were only two or three times where I was like, "Let's check Reddit real quick." Yeah. So I thought that was pretty good. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I did pause it at one point to get up and go make food. I was like, mm, "Okay, I'm hungry." <laughs> like I, 
in yeah. my defense, I was was like, I rolled out of bed. Mm, all right, let's watch this movie. <laughs> and so, I'm not quite later, conscious. Let's watch zombies. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Going into it, I didn't know it was a zombie movie. Oh, nice. I didn't spoil that for you. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I was just when like, did you right, figure look. it out? Like when the first sick person got on the train? I bet you did. <laughs> when the the deer got hit by the car. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that scene. <laughs> <laughs> When the deer gets hit by the car, lays there for five seconds, and then gets up. Yeah. Yes. Good call. <laughs> and you're like, zombie movie, telegraphed, received. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I did like how sometimes the transformation is really fast, but if the story needed it, it would take a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like boxer, you know, Muay Thai fighter guy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Husband of pregnant lady. Mm-hmm. Like when he turns, it takes him like five minutes. He gets bit, and then like it's forever before he finally just goes. Well, transformations are all based on willpower. So oh, you know. oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So everyone that got turned instantly just had no willpower. They were done. Didn't even yeah. try. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Yeah, but he had spirit, fighting spirit, he and that did. kept him oh. alive for a little bit. You know what? I just figured out though. Maybe what? it's different. So you get bit on the hand. Mm. The transformation time maybe is shorter than if your throat gets ripped out and you die. <laughs> maybe, yeah. I think that's I think that's their consistency because both the dad and this dude both got bit on the hand. No, maybe the consistency is that dads only get bit on the hand. Yeah. Right, they don't get and their throats ripped out like everyone else. Uh huh. Yeah, including grandmas. Yeah, including grandmas. Yeah, I thought the filming techniques for the zombies was really good. A couple, you know, a couple times you can tell they're speeding up the film, so it's like a little herky jerky, unnaturally fast, right? They're right. chasing. Right. Uh, I thought it was kind of comical when <laughs> all the zombies are being dragged by the train. Yes. <laughs> it was just like, all right, this yeah. is this is a step too far. IMO. It reminded me of like Bollywood level stuff. That scene. <laughs> I wonder mm. if it was influenced by that a bit, right? They're close Maybe. to India. Maybe. Maybe. That was good. But yeah, a couple things. Like speaking of pregnant lady doing so much physical exertion, I thought for sure she would have her kid on the train. Mm. Nope. But the part where they're chasing after that last train, right? The conductor mm-hmm. starts it and then he gets off to help the CEO who sucks and then gets eaten. Mm-hmm. And then they're all chasing it. And he's carrying a six-year-old and she's like nine and a half months pregnant. <laughs> She's right. like way pregnant mm-hmm. and they're running. And I'm like, there is no way that train is not moving full speed, but holy smokes, it's moving. Right. No, chased it down. Adrenaline is a powerful drug, Somicron. I, I Yes, it has to be. It might've been it because they were, yeah. If you look behind you and literally there's a horde of 150 zombies that will tear your guts out. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can run faster than normal. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. She did though They made it I thought for sure They were not going to make that Or she wouldn't But nope. mm. Totally fine Totally fine Barely any yeah. opinions Yeah <sighs> Yeah So good stuff I mean I don't know Zombie movies do like to take Kind of two different tracks with this One is You're just from the perspective Of people on the ground Who are not quite sure What's going on mm-hmm. And then others Like to have a wider view Right Of what's happening Where the outbreaks are What caused it in the first place You know How are we combating this Mm-hmm. Are we getting a cure? Stuff like that. Right. This is definitely a people on the ground and they have no idea what's going on movie. 
Mm-hmm. At no point do we figure out exactly what caused it or how widespread this problem is. It's just whatever these characters get, random news reports or phone calls from loved ones before everything goes down. Well, they're not, they're not, they are removed, right? They're definitely on the ground. But there is an element of why this happened, which is the hedge fund manager dude, yes. that dad, he had invested a bunch in a thing called biotech. And then the day before... There was, you know, he had news that there was going to be an issue, and they were like, let's just pull out of our fund. It'll be okay. Like, whatever it is, didn't took it seriously. And, like, they just sold all their stock in it or shares or whatever, however that works. Mm-hmm. And so he knows throughout the entirety of the movie, more or less, is that whatever is happening was developed with money he put into something. Right. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. There are a couple scenes where he kind of struggles with that. He calls the home office Mm -hmm. because he's like, hey, what's going on out there? Mm -hmm. Is it like we're heading this way? Is it safe over here? Please help me out. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the guy on the phone's like, did we do this? (laughs) (laughs) Is this our fault? And I don't know if there's an answer to that. Maybe. But it's never definitively stated. That's exactly what happened. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's good. I liked it. Good writing. Recommended. Two thumbs up. Done. Mm hmm. Yep. I recommend. Yeah. So I just saw a zombie grub tweet. Okay. The Final Fantasy VII remake ending was so bad. Holy shit, lol. It just took away any confidence the first 99% gave me about the state of Square's Final Fantasy making abilities. So bad. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Take it with a grain of salt. She didn't like the original. Right? Like... She didn't think that, like she didn't like the original. Why would she think they could make Final Fantasy games in the first place? Okay, I didn't know she didn't like Final Fantasy VII original. Was she playing that on stream? Uh, I don't know. She talked about like she tweeted about it or mentioned it when she started playing the remake. She said she, I uh, know she said in her review, her review of the remake, that she was like she played it and she wasn't like blown away or amazed or in love with it or anything. She was just like it was okay. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, so she's coming at it from a different place than most people are, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And, yeah. Meh. I like the ending is the part that I like the least, so I'm not exactly disagreeing yeah. with her, but... <laughs> well, and she says the pr- first 99% of it, she enjoyed, and uh-huh. she felt good about it. Mm-hmm. And then the ending just, like, destroyed any confidence she had, so... Yeah. Yeah. Just play it. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I do have a PlayStation 4 after all. Did it turn up? It did. What about your Australian flag? It's still in the box. Uh, my flag is on the way. I think Amazon says it will be here tomorrow. Mm, okay. So that'll be good. I'll hang it in the window, send you a picture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I did end up getting a little uh, bumper sticker. Okay. And that apparently, I don't, I don't know if they like made it in Australia and they're sending it here or what, but... <laughs> <laughs> That'll arrive on the 17th. So okay. okay. We have some time. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah. Yeah. I know that feeling. Uh-huh. My, mo- sure my mother do. was like, hey, for Mother's Day, can you get me like a tablecloth? I'm like, sure. And she already told me this after Mother's Day, so I'm not completely a bad son. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I went online. I'm like, this one looks nice. Order. And then it, that was like two weeks ago. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, now I'm like. Why, why isn't it here? I'm like, oh, yeah. it's come from Lithuania. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. 
Mm-hmm. Lithuania. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, so might be a hot minute. Sorry, Mom. Yeah. So did I tell you that my ex's uh, mom did that to her? Oh, really? Like for her birthday this year, she ordered her some perfume or something online and it was coming from like, yeah, like Romania or mm. something. <laughs> so it got here like two months late. Uh-huh. It came here and I was like, uh, this package came for you. I don't know what it is. It's got like custom stamps on it. Mm-hmm. So mm. it was strange. And then she talked to her mom and was like, oh, that's what it is. Had uh, no idea yeah. that's where it was coming from. So, yeah, same thing you did. Mm. Fair enough. Made me laugh. <sighs> <sighs> Let's see. Anything else? Uh, Last of Us Part 2 is coming out in about 10 days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The new Christopher Nolan film, Tenet, is supposed to come out on the 17th. Really? Mm-hmm. It might oh. be like the first major release for theaters in theaters. since like March. A theaters open? Uh, I don't think they will be, but I think they're planning on doing it for Tenet. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I know. Crazy. I don't know. I don't know how this is going to work. I really don't. Hmm. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if some cities and states were like, no, <laughs> we're yeah. not opening for this. And some are like, yeah. sure. Or some are mm-hmm. like, we're already open. It's just, it's different everywhere. Uh-huh. I should see if the theaters near me are open. Yeah. Because I'm willing to bet that they're not. So I heard locally some theaters will rent out to like groups of 20 people for 200 bucks. Really? Mm-hmm. So if you want to uh, like, you know, take a bunch of friends or family out to the movies, you can do it. Hmm. Seems like a fair deal. I mean, that's $10 a ticket, which is it's what we get here. I know it's more down can, there, but. Can I rent out a movie theater just for myself? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that I might do. So it, there's a Monster th- Hunter movie coming. That's interesting. Like the video game? Yeah. Whoa. So the Cinemarks by my house are closed. Hmm. Um, the hmm. Hoyts, one of the movie chains around me, are all closed. Yeah. Yeah, Hoyts a big chain, I know. Yeah. They, they certainly seem to be all closed. Oh, hmm. Oh, no, 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 that's today. Never mind. I was ah. like, it's showing that there's a movie today, but <laughs> on no other days, like in the future. I'm like, what the hell? And it's like, no, it's just saying I'm, I'm, it's selecting today because it's Here today. Here is today. There are no options. Yeah. Yes. And then they're like, there are no options tomorrow, so we're not even going to show it. No, they are not. Yeah. Like, I know a lot of movies recently have been like, we're just going to give this to Netflix for, mm-hmm. you know, $100 million and they'll buy it from us. No big deal. Mm-hmm. But from everything I've heard, Tenet's like, we're doing this. We're putting it into theaters. We're not selling it to a streaming service. I hope it works out for them, I guess. So, I don't know. I've tried to avoid getting spoiled for this because I do like going cold to movies, especially Christopher Nolan films. Sure. But from what I've caught just wind of is that it's like more incomprehensible than Inception. So <laughs> well, I, mean, I don't know Inception. how I feel about this. Inception was fine. I don't have any problems following it. I mean, the first time you saw it, we're like, oh, yes, everything makes perfect sense. No, but, like, not right. everything. But right. It wasn't like the entire movie revealed itself to me on a third watch, you know? Right, right, right. 
Yes. I'm not saying Inception was entirely incomprehensible, but there were parts of it where I was like, what? Yeah. And this is supposed look- to be worse. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at a post, though, or something on the cinema website yeah. for Tenet, and I'm like, here's what I know about the movie. There's a scene outdoors, and a man is holding a gun. <laughs> He's wearing a suit. <laughs> yeah, and wearing a suit, yes. Yes. He yeah, may be a that's, spy. That's pretty much all I know. Mm. Cool. I know Michael Caine's in it because he's in every single Christopher Nolan movie of all time. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I think he has. I think he's been with them since at least The Prestige, hmm. which dates back to like 2007. So that's pretty early. I don't think he was involved in Memento, but hmm. anyway, he likes Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. That's the one. All right, cool. Anything else we need to cover today? I don't think so. Very good. Well, all right. Thanks for spending your time with us this week. We appreciate it. Go ahead and check out the store for merch options. You can also support the podcast directly through Patreon. There's a link in the show notes there. Uh, mm-hmm. Feel free to share the podcast with others and other friends who might enjoy StarCraft talk. Or, I mean, this was largely movie discussion, so maybe people interested in that. You can share it with them. Mm-hmm. And until next time, as always, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening. And you take care of yourself. Bye.